Welcome to That Happiness Show. I am Gemma Fassett, host and creator. I bring you my 25 years experience in finding happiness. You are the creator of your reality and thus you do create your happiness too. This is no longer about chasing the dream, but learning to stand in your power and receive. I am frequency expert, artist, teacher, and grateful mommy, here to guide you with the tools, ideas, and education around raising your frequency, learning to be present, and finding the happiness you deserve. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, welcome. This is Gemma. I am thrilled you could be here with me. I'm happy to be here. I'm so, so happy to be here. And I got to tell you, there was a time where even though I was like thrilled to wake up and be part of this planet, I had no idea why I was here. And so it didn't make me excited to, to be human. You know, I was excited to be here, but not excited to be human. Imagine that. Like I could have been a dog and I would have been just as happy. And, um, and that might still be true (laughs) to some degree because I just don't, I just don't, um, I re- I recognize the value in all of it. I will say that. However, now I am so thrilled to be a human because I'm actually creating. I'm actually doing my passions and my calling and why I came here. And I'm loving, loving, loving myself and everyone and my experience. So I that is amazing. And that's kind of, kind of, kind of where I want to go today. It has to do with the experience. I was reminded this by someone who I admire. Mm. Just FYI, I'm drinking water today. I don't know. I'm not feeling hungry today. And I'm just following my body's desires. And my body's just like, drink water. So I'm like, okay, I think today might be a fasting day for some reason. I don't know why. But <laughs> I really want to learn to listen to not my ego saying, we've got to eat. You know, what can we stuff in our mouth? What would taste good right now? That's my ego. (laughs) I don't want to listen to my ego. I want to listen to my body. And it's such a fine line at times to know the difference. And because we think it's our body saying, I'm hungry, but it's not, it's the, it's the ego often. So I'm just enjoying my water. I'm loving, loving, loving my water. All right. So when you talk nonstop, sometimes you have to take a moment, right? And water is my moment. Okay. So let's go on with this. You're here for the experience and the experience does not exclude the stuff we don't like. It doesn't. It's that's part of it. So the trick to being here and in the experience is to just let go of judgment. Let rain be rain. Let poop be poop. Let crying babies be crying babies. Let long lines be long lines. Let you know, uh, kisses be kisses and, and rainbows be rainbows. It's like, why do we have to judge everything? Because we've been taught and trained to judge everything. So if you can get away from the judgment and the expectation, you can begin to have the experience you came to have, which is exquisite, absolutely exquisite. And I must be getting a lot out of what I'm saying because I feel a lot of release in coming because we all get caught up in judging. And, you know, even it's funny because I work with people. I have to find what's wrong to help them, you know, uh, go through a process. And it's like, ah, it triggers judgment. Even when you're doing um, ego for the purpose of creating 
uh, sometimes that can just be um, a spiral because we have these old habits of judging for right or wrong, judging for harm, judging for manipulation, judging for one-upmanship. And we don't need to do this. Absolutely do we not need to do this because it is not in any way assisting us on our journey. Our journey of exploration, adventure, fun, happiness, love, unconditional love. We will run into resistance. We will run into pain. We will run into ugly. But it's up to us to just let ugly be ugly. Let pain be pain. And not like go down that rabbit hole of like blaming, of guilt, of shame, of all that, all that extra baggage that just buries that the body's coming up to speak to us, that we're having a moment. Oh my gosh. Amazing. You know, when I wake up alone too, with just to lose, maybe sometimes the talking, it just helps talking. Maybe talking's like crying. I never thought of that before, but when we talk, things come out and sometimes it's not the things you hear, which is really crazy because ages ago I learned about reverse speech. Um, this guy in Australia developed this technique and it's amazing. And when we speak, what we truly think is coming out at the same time. And sometimes it's in perfect alignment with what we're saying and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's the opposite. And he had the most amazing examples. And this is pre-computer technology. So it was done with a tape recorder that you could reverse, um, that you could do at different speeds. And it is crazy. And it only speaks your truth, though. It doesn't speak like some sort of oracle truth. You know, um, it just speaks your truth. And he had done, um, like, famous people, um all sorts of famous people and they're like, it's just amazing stuff. He did some stuff with the Beatles. He did a lot of research and he used to assist the police department, which is amazing because if he recorded someone speaking their testimony or maybe it was a criminal who was arrested and it was his, uh, I don't know the thing they were going to write down. I forget what, you know, like what he said happened. This guy could hear in reverse the truth from that exact person. So he could either confirm that, yes, the person was telling the truth, or he could confirm something really specific in a lie that when the police verbally spoke those words directly back to the man, he immediately cracked. Like, super cool. And babies start speaking reverse speech around six months. Now, I know none of this matters, and it doesn't really have much to do with what we're talking about. But it's this idea, though, that no matter what we're saying, perhaps we are purging. Perhaps our inner truth is coming out. Perhaps the thoughts that are behind what we're thinking are being said. And so maybe that is why, you know, some animals just don't get their humans because their humans are saying one thing and doing another. You know, like maybe they're not even present. Like, um... They're saying, oh, go fetch the ball, but they're thinking about work. And the animal's tuned into like, you know, the, the truth between the two and it's not clicking. You know, maybe fetch the ball has to be you visualizing the dog getting a ball and bringing it back and not how bad your day was. <laughs> I don't know. Unless you got your dog so well trained, he just wants to chase the ball. So um, let's get back to this because I love, I love the idea of us just enjoying being alive. And if I imagined 
that I didn't get to have this experience, but I could witness other people having it. Wouldn't I long for the experience of feeling a body, feeling what it feels like to be in a body, even if that meant occasionally stubbing my toe, even if that meant um, banging a hammer on my leg or bumping into something. Or, you know, I was watching this child yesterday and he was so adorable. I was doing a gig uh, with art at a country club in Jersey and there was this little kid and he kept falling but he was doing it intentionally and he was so good at it. And um, thank God he was a small child who was light and no damage. And he was doing it on the grass and it was just so delightful. He would just crumble like those little marionette dolls that um, you push the bottom in and they collapse. And he would just collapse. And he was like the perfect little stunt devil. And he'd be running and then he'd just like collapse. So he was like a professional faller. And I was so delighted with his... Um, you know, with his action. And like, think of the majority of people who are afraid to fall, like afraid to fall. What if we just look forward to falling? What if falling was just part of being alive, part of being, you know, human and the experience of being human. And it was something to look forward to. We know we're going to fall 50 times in our life. Let's look forward to the falls. And that's one more fall we don't ever have to have again. It's like, why are we avoiding pain, avoiding problem, avoiding um, hurt and shame and guilt. Why avoid these? Why not just experience them fully when they come up? Why not just do that? Because we're here to experience these things. It's like, it's not, we're not here to avoid them. We're not here to supersede them. We're here to be super consciousness now. We really are. Why wait till you die to be super consciousness? Why not be super consciousness right now? How awesome would that be? But we have to show up. We have to be present. We have to be willing. We have to say yes to all of it, even to the poop, not just to the rainbows, you know, like so. Oh, and I think, I really think that as I have personally embraced all of it, I've noticed it's easier to laugh. It's easier to laugh at all of it. It's easier to laugh at the grumpies, at the guilties, at the screw-ups, rather than be frustrated or angry or resistant. It's just easier to laugh. And I have friends in my life who it's so much fun to just look at them and just laugh. And to have people in your life that make you laugh, this is a gift. This is a gift. And these are the kind of gifts you, you want to wake up to. They're all around you right now. But when we're caught up in the judgment, we really don't see the gifts. We really don't. And the gifts are our little soft-cheeked, yummy baby doll, you know, our children all around us waiting to be munched on. That's a gift, you know. Like, they're not going to, well, maybe they will be munchable later. But I haven't, I don't know yet. Because I, I have a 10-year-old. I don't have a 22-year-old. So, I will probably be munching on my child her whole life now Now that I think of it. And she wants to have children. God bless her. And so I'll be munching on her children too. It'll be yummy. But it's like, why are we wasting a moment? Like, it's like there are no moments to waste. There's no moments. I don't care if it's a poop moment, a rainbow moment, a someone screaming at you in a supermarket moment. There is no moment to waste. None. None. And I am so grateful I am so grateful for all of it. And 
it's just magic. It's absolutely magic. A friend, a friend reached out to me yesterday and obviously going through a very difficult time and just had to tell me, you know, like, I, I don't remember. I don't remember hearing that her mother died and that's really super sad. And I, and I just, I know she was doing everything she could for her mother and it was a big deal. And so I would have thought if I heard her mother died, I would have noticed this. And it was a while back, April, and now it's, it's September, you know, so this was a long time ago, but because she didn't hear from me, you know, in her heart, you know, and in her pain, she felt that I had let her down. And so, uh, yeah, these are the kind of experiences like, so I'm experiencing a friend, you know, not, you know, like just having an experience with me that I didn't have, you know, that I didn't choose to have, that I didn't know I was having with her. And, um, and, and I'm, I I had to walk through a little bit of guilt and shame that she would perceive me as someone who would disregard her in that way. And, and then, you know, it's like just being present to feel whatever I'm feeling and just allow it and just allow the situation to be whatever it is, allow my friend the space to do what she has to do and to love her, even though love her, just send her love, even though I'm not directly communicating or she may not want to communicate with me, even though, you know, just to send her love. I love this person so much. I love, I love everybody so much. And, um, yeah, so this is the kind of thing. It's like I'm experiencing things. They happen around me. Sometimes they come into my, my, my sphere, and I have to remember to be love. You know, I have to remember to choose to see and witness through eyes of love, to not judge, to not react, you know, to just, to just love. You know, that's it. Oh, my goodness. And um, how juicy this life is, how juicy every moment is. How wonderful it is to recognize where you're judging yourself on a regular basis in little things and little things that might even be private. Are you judging yourself the way you brush your teeth or how you look? These can be private things that no one else is witnessing you do. And yet no one is witnessing you do them. So they're kind of sticking with you unless you allow yourself to become aware enough and recognize that this is not necessary This is not necessary. Let your teeth be your teeth. You know, let your dishes be your dishes. Let your body be its body. And let yourself just experience. And when these feelings come up, we can be okay with having that feeling and just be with it. Just be with it. Allow space for it. It's okay to feel that way. And as Kyle C. says, I feel shame and I love that. I feel angry and I love that. It's okay for shame to be in this body, for this body to have shame. It's okay. And as soon as we make space for it, it it isn't overwhelming. It isn't taking over the driver's seat. It isn't something we have to resist or banish. It just has its experience and it's done. You know, it's just, we're here to experience. You know, we are experiencers. And as we embrace that and allow it to happen without judgment or expectation, or investment, you will find that this is a roller coaster ride worth having. The ups and the downs, you know, the thrills and the 
and the um the easy moments you know the easy moments of cruising along and then the tight turns and the the plummeting drops that you know throw your stomach into your throat it's all good it's all good I mean, and I'm using the word good loosely. It's all a pleasure. It's all an experience. It's all a reason to be here. All of it. All of it. The yummies and the not so yummies are all here for us to remember. We are human. We are human. And you know, super consciousness comes when we begin to love all of it. So, because then we're not resisting. You know, when we love all of it, there is no resistance. I can love my stubbed toe. I can love, you know, my constipation or my uh, difficult period or my crabby child. I can love all of it. I can just love all of it. So uh, for that, I'm going to say goodbye. I love these moments with you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you for joining us on That Happiness Show. If you'd like more information or have questions, you can reach me at gemmafaset.com or 401-699-6142. Private sessions are available as well as retreats. It is time to wake up and learn to love yourself again. Thank you for listening. This is Gemma Fawcett, host of That Happiness Show.